Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day today. Welcome to Sports Impact with Joe Mac. And we have an interesting topic to talk about today. So if you know, well actually first off, I want to just give my um, my prayers and thoughts to Bronny James and the James family. Um, Bronny, he's got a lot to, he's got a lot to offer. And it's sad to see on the internet, people making jokes about that kind of stuff. It's not funny. He's an 18 year old kid. You can, you can not like LeBron all you want, but this is real life. This isn't basketball. There's more important things in life than basketball. And I just hope he's okay. He's only 18. I mean, I don't know what the cause. I'm not a doctor. I don't know what it is. But I just hope that he will be able to recover and hopefully be able to play basketball again in life. And so off that topic, I don't want to spend too much time on that. Uh, I wanted to talk about something that's not only going on in the NBA, but also going on in the NFL and actually in soccer too. So one thing I've noticed recently is the player pay compared to production and what i mean by that is how much each player believes they're worth compared to how much they're actually getting paid or what the owners or agents eventually offer so right now we're seeing that in the nfl um saquon barkley uh saquon barkley um josh jacobs tony pollard all these prominent running backs that have proven themselves time and time again they're not getting offered what they believe they deserve. And I honestly, I mean, I, I agree. Saquon Barkley, he's been one of the best running backs in the league. And sure, he's had injury issues, ACL issues. But at the end of the day, he's still a superstar player. And he should be paid like a superstar player. Especially running backs. The thing with running backs that's different than any other position is that they're expected to get hit every single time they touch the ball. With a quarterback, you can get the ball out easily. With wide receiver, you run a route, you get the ball, you either go to bounds, you get tackled. But running backs, they run in between the tackles all the time. Like, play in, play out. You can get five carries in a row as a running back. Like, that takes a toll on your body. Each year, your body's less, you know, less durable as it was the year before. And, you know, that could be a good thing and a bad thing. That's why they're getting paid less, because their career spans aren't likely to last as long as others. I mean, you have the Frank Gores, you have the Adrian Petersons, but they're not every running back, you know? And examples of this happening is actually two of my favorite players of all time, Le'Veon Bell and Todd Gurley. Both these guys at their prime were like the best running backs in the league. In Todd Gurley's situation, just, I don't I mean, it's a weird situation, but he was an MVP candidate and an injuries occurred and he was never the same. I mean, he's not even in the league anymore, unfortunately. And Le'Veon Bell, who other than a prime OBJ is probably my favorite player of all time, his situation is interesting because he believed that he should have been paid more than he was in Pittsburgh. They were a contending team. They were an elite team. He was the best running back in the NFL. He was a he was a game changer. But he decided, you know, I'm going to take a year off. Melvin Gordon did the same thing. I'm going to take a year off. What happened when he came back? He ended up signing with the Jets, and he was never the same. Never the same. And now he's out of the league. Sure, he was on Kansas City for a year. Did a good job. Kansas City did a decent job. But he was never the game-changing running back receiver that everyone knew him to be. And it sucks to see because we just saw Justin Herbert yesterday get a big contact uh, contract. Five years, $262.5 million. Now, these running backs, they're not asking for quarterback-level money. They're just asking for security. You know? Like, they're signing these other players. People are signing these five-year contracts, four-year contracts. Receivers sign these three-year contracts. But running backs, they can't get any contracts. Like, Saquon yesterday signed a one-year contract for $10 million. 
a superstar running back is getting paid $10 million. Like, come on. I mean, once again, I'm just, I'm a viewer, so I'm just saying from the viewer perspective, I don't know what's going through the agent's minds, I don't know what's going through the player's minds, but from the outside, it seems pretty messed up. Now, as I said, this only isn't happening in NFL, but it's happening in the NBA. Um, so inflation, inflation is a big thing. I mean, it's very obvious, very prominent in regular consumers' lives and sports players. Pay is going up, like salaries, pay is going up, but at the same time, things are costing more. And recently in the NBA, these contracts have been absurd. LaMelo Ball, who's a one-time All-Star, who had has gone through already an injury riddled three years of his career, Signed a five-year contract for $260 million. This is a one-time All-Star. Sure, his potential is pretty high, but he's going to pay $52 million a year. You have, like, all-time greats like Steph, LeBron, like, these guys. They were getting $200 million to their contracts just, like, three, four years ago. But now you got these guys making two sixty. Fred Van Vliet, who was maybe the most inefficient player in the NBA last year, one-time All-Star, three years, $130 million. That's $43 million a year. That's absurd. And Jeremy Grant, don't even get me started on this one. This is probably what Damian Lillard wants out of Portland. He's a role player, five years, 160 mil. Like, that's absurd. It's just insane. Because a lot of people, like, general consensus is, like, players play their best till they get their bag, and once they get their bag, they don't really take it seriously. Like, that's when Andrew Wiggins was in Minnesota, that's what the belief with him was. You know, the Minnesota system was decent. He got his bag, and... After that, he didn't really put as much effort in on defense, on offense. His, he was more inefficient. Like, that's what happens a lot in the sports world. You see these players, you know, get these contracts, finally get the bag, and then they fall off. It's just so interesting to see, like, the general view of how players are valued compared to how much they actually get paid. Like, I feel like, I feel like no other team would have paid Jeremy Grant five for 160, you know. But Portland, you know, why not? Because we value it's very interesting also just in the market in general sports like james harden he's been trying to his value isn't what it used to be like he's been trying to force his way to the clippers but the clippers aren't willing to pay like an arm and a leg to get james harden you already have russell westbrook you already have a facilitating guard you don't need james harden and it's just so interesting like i just find it really interesting but yeah so you see that in the nba you see that in the nfl oh yeah and the main the main thing in the nba yesterday jalen brown Signed the largest deal in NBA history, $304 million, five years. Now, people were losing their mind over this. Now, I don't think it's too big a deal. I mean, if you think about Boston, they've been a contending team for the last six, seven years. Ever, ever since Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have really been in the league, they've been a contending team. Um, they've made five Eastern Conference finals, and they've made the finals like... Or, or four, they made four Eastern Finals. Like, they've been a contending team. They've been just there. They just haven't made it. So, like, I get the side of people, like, he has no left hand. His handle needs work. How are you going to pay him the most? He's having the best player on the team. How are you going to pay him that much money? But at the same time, I get it from their point of view is, we need to lock this guy in because we're not doing it without him. And we already know it works. We just need to take the next step. And I feel like they did, getting Porzingis. Now you have a big man who can shoot. I mean, Al Hofer can shoot. But, like... It's kind of like, not a Robert Williams replacement, but, like, he can play defense. Well, Robert Williams is a much better defender. But he can at least be a rim protection kind of player 
where Al Horford's more perimeter kind of big defensively. But he can also shoot the ball. Like, Robert Williams cannot shoot. And also, Robert Williams is injury-prone. And Porzingis has been more healthy recently than he had been prior. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that contract is absurd. It's just insane how inflation and how much players are getting paid now compared to what they used to be getting paid. It's very interesting to me. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's as insane as people are saying it. I do think it's a bit much to be playing, paying 304 mil for a guy who's not even the best player on your team. But, yeah, and in the main, I mean, it's the last thing I want to talk about. I don't really, I'm not too, you know, knowledgeable on soccer as I am as basketball and football. But um, I saw that Mbappe deal. That That's just insane to me. Paying one person $776 million in one year is insane. That's unheard of. Like, you hear me just talk about Jalen Brown, $304 million in five years. That's the biggest contract in NBA history. 304 in five years. Killing Mbappe is getting offered 776 mil in one single year in 12 months that's absurd to me if i was him i would take it i mean because you set your family you set yourself you set your whole future i mean for life generation and it's not like you're signing a long-term deal it's just one year so yeah i don't know I, i'm interested to see what happens with that that's all i really had for you guys today it's just this is a topic that's been on my mind something i wanted to talk about but yeah, um, hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I should have a, a, a new blog post and a TikTok out within the next week. My top 10 point guards heading to next NBA season. I hope to do a series on that for every position. And yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. Hope you guys have a good rest of your day. And yeah, this is Sports Impact with Jovan Mack.